Let's do this. Hey, what's happening, Miles? Yeah, Brian. Yeah. Um, you ready for a, an absolutely zero chance in hell we're going to have any complaints about this show show? <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm pretty bored of all the complaints we get every week. Yeah. <laughs> we need to up the ante and like talk about some shit that people are really going to get mad about. So let's, let's, just, let's just do this and let's dive in and let's have some fun and then we can all snuggle up and have pizza together. You ready to start the show? Let's start the show. Let's do it. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and thank God it's Friday, right here on YouTube, 6 p.m. Eastern. Just found out that, holy crap, dude, do you know what time it is in Australia right now? One of our loyal cats in Australia was like, what time is that in Australia? And I was like, I, was like, I don't know, let me Google it. Uh, it's, like, it's like 8 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> like, yeah. like, who's getting up at 8 a.m. on a Saturday to watch the show? But I think, I guess some people are actually staying up. Uh, don't forget, guys, you can watch this show not live, if you feel like it, with some timestamps provided to us by our good friend, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, uh, or you can listen to it on podcast services of your choice, uh, of course, uploaded by our good friend, Jay Meow, who we love and appreciate, uh, just like we love and appreciate all of you. Wanted to make sure we said that before we get too deep into this first conversation. Uh, Miles, how you doing? You doing all right over there? Uh, over here in the UK. I mean, to be honest... We all have our issues at the moment. Um, the cost of living crisis is the, the the term that's used a lot at the moment. Mass inflation, um, lots of uh, people losing their jobs. It's a pretty tough economy. Um, and politically, um, we're in the wilderness, really, with terrible leadership uh, just when you need it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, obviously, I've been tuning into the radio, and there was big news in the US today. Um, yeah, want to talk about it? Yeah, I, th I think everybody knows by now that the Supreme Court here in the States uh, decided to overturn Roe v. Wade, uh, which federally protected a woman's right to get an abortion. Um, now it's going to be up to the states and about half the states or more are already set to make abortion illegal. Um, so it's, it's certainly uh, something that affects a lot of people. Uh, and, you know, I'm sure a lot of I'm sure a lot of cats out there it'll affect a lot of cats families. Um, and, uh, you know, I think it's been I think it's been super easy to be a game cat, Miles, uh, because you know we 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 preach love and acceptance, uh, and you know and we, and we say that knowing full well that we all have different viewpoints and different uh, pers you know perspectives on the way things are run, uh, you know on government, on on morality, and everything, uh, and we made and so far we've made it really really easy to be a game cat and preach that love and acceptance because because we generally don't talk about politics. We generally don't talk about religion. And if you don't know where somebody stands on something, it's so easy to say, Oh, I fucking love you. Right. Cause I, cause I don't, I don't have a reason not to. Uh, so this is certainly, uh, going to test the cats out there to say, listen, can we still love and accept each other? Myself included. Um, knowing that we have some major, major differences when it comes to our beliefs. Um, and, and my goal here is to say, Yes, we fucking can. We can absolutely love and accept each other, despite the fact that we have uh, major, major barricades between us. Um, I want to make sure that th 
we're not here to say, you know, fuck you to anybody. We're not here to say, uh, you know, you're not welcome because you don't have the same beliefs. Um, but it is, but this is something super important to talk about. And, uh, you know, I think at least one cat is getting their wish, um, because they, they wanted us to talk about politics last week. (laughs) So I guess, uh, Oh geez, I forgot about that. That is true. Yeah. (laughs) So we're going to, we're going to do this just for a minute. Um, and, uh, and I I just want to say, you know, like it was, I I found it actually surprising, uh, to see all those Sony first party studios, uh, out there, uh, you know, tweeting today i was like sucker punch and media molecule and bend all of these studios tweeting about uh you know they're out there supporting women's rights um and so many of the responses were stick to making games we don't want to hear your fucking opinions stick to making games because they didn't agree with the opinions they had well i want and maybe maybe you're thinking that about me right now stick to playing vr games stick to reviewing vr games stick to talking about vr games and i want you guys to know if in case for some reason you you have this belief that people should just shut the fuck up and not talk about this stuff we're not 2d cartoon characters we're people and we're not defined by our jobs and i hope you're not defined by your job either i hope that you're a well-rounded human being and you have all sorts of beliefs and i don't think you should shut the fuck up about it either right what happened today is 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 crazy um i mean i'm obviously not a woman but i stand by every woman out there and i and i obviously believe that they have the right to choose and i'd fight alongside like any of my fellow human beings if i thought that their rights were in danger i'd stand by you i'd fight for you i'd fight with you and i hope you'd fight for me because it's not ending here the supreme court made it clear they're coming from my community next they're banning contraception that's their mission they're banning uh they 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 don't fucking like gay people and they're out to take our rights away it's not stopping at women and so i hope that you're with me just like i'd be there for you <sighs> sorry well, was... no no it's, it's very well said brian and um I'm mindful some people have joked in the chat of like we got rid of the british we don't need them but in their way in politics again and you know it's it's a fair point but the thing that i've definitely learned a lot over the years and i've done a lot of videos in the past on american politics and people are like why are you so interested in american politics and for me it's because america actually sets messages and standards to the world you know it's it's called land of the free uh, you know leaders of the free world and you know every country has its problems but a lot of people look to the united states and what has happened today is pretty depressing um, on a whole range of issues um, for, for, for a whole range of reasons based on this issue. And um, firstly, I'd say that, you know, for me, it's always about empathy and compassion. And I have people in my life who I fundamentally disagree with. Um, a lot of them will be on the other side of this issue, but we discuss it. Um, and, you know, that is what we need to do. Um, but when there are things that change that have real consequences to people's lives in ways that are frankly dangerous and destructive, um, we have to speak out. And so I guess three things I want to say, although two of them only come to mind right now. So maybe once I've done the first two, the third one will come to mind. But the first one is this is a, a real reminder that I think often in life we're all 
parts of generations that have never experienced directly war. You know, there's war in the world at the moment, unless we've served in the military. But a lot of us have had quite sheltered lives. We've lived in peacetime. And so I think it's very easy for us to take our freedoms for granted. Um, and so I think that what's happened today is a reminder that it's not just always about fighting for what you want, but it's also fighting for what you currently have and want to remain. Um, so it's about not taking those things for, for granted. Secondly, without going too specifically into what today was about, but it's about abortions. Today isn't about banning abortions. It's about banning safe abortions. Um, whenever I've seen discussion being made, and I know people that have you know, had abortions um, and made that difficult decision, the discussion is not that there are people that are gleefully getting abortions. You might always find exceptions to the rule in really extreme circumstances, but they are incredibly difficult decisions for people to make. It should be, you know, within the privacy between um, someone and their doctor. Um, and I just think that the way that this is being handled is, 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 you know, you look at how politicians deal with other issues that they do so poorly and it's like, and you want them to control, you know, this kind of thing as well. Um, so, yeah, th those are the two points. And then the third one, uh, which I was hoping was going to come to mind by now already. But it's kind of like, it's, it's about the importance of where we go from here. And it is about having conversations. Again, there are going to be people maybe in the chat who don't agree with our stance. Um, and on the one hand, I go, that's okay. But on the other hand, it's like, I do think this situation isn't okay. Um, I think if you're someone that doesn't believe, you know, in abortions, then it's your right to choose not to have it. Um, but I think that people that do want to have it should have the right to have them safely uh, with a doctor. Um, and so, yeah, um, the, and, and the things that have been echoed by SCOTUS, um, also the Supreme Court, um, about um, utterings of states' rights regarding contraception and also gay marriage and things like that. Um, it's pretty terrifying. Um, and I remember what the third point now was, which is we like to think in the modern day that we're really making progress as a world and a society, but progress doesn't go in a straight line. Um, I do see it as like the tide coming in. It goes out and it goes in, and so there are going to be drawbacks. Um, but that doesn't mean that we go, oh, but it's, it's still going in the right direction. No, we do, we do have to fight for things and make a stand. Um, and, and, and Brian was mentioning the point about people saying, you know, just stick to making games. When politicians talk about these issues, they often get accused of making things political. Well, you know what? The world is a political place. Politics is about the society and the world that we live in. And so we should talk about it because by closing down discussion, we allow things to be unresolved and then it allows for decisions to be made that perhaps aren't in the best interests of everyone. So, um, yeah, that's all I wanted to say on that. And I think that's the end. That's all we've got time for today. <laughs> Time for 20 questions, I think, Miles. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we, we want to make sure that, you know, people have the opportunity to say what they want to say, but please just keep it respectful. Like, that's what we're here to do. You know, we want, we want to foster this awesome community that we've got. We just lost one. Uh, I saw her in the chat. I, I even checked. He unsubscribed. Goodbye. You know, if you, if you, can't, if you can't handle a difference of opinions uh, and, and keep it respectful, then that is totally fine. It is 100% your call whether you want to stay in this community or not. I fucking love you. You don't have to love me. I, I'm very used to unrequited love, right? It goes back a long way. It's okay. Uh, but thank you. And it's thank also, and, yeah. and Brian, it's also in the context of like, this isn't something we do often. Like, you know, people that have been around know that we don't have these conversations on here often. 
Um, but there is a time and place to have certain conversations, and this is definitely one of them. So, yeah, people have a choice whether they want to engage with a community or not. And if they were triggered by this and they they want to write off the entire community in this show because of that, then that's completely their choice. I respect it. I think it's a shame because they're going to miss a great conversation today uh, <laughs> about single-player campaign games. But, um, yeah, it is what it is. Different people respond to things in different ways. For sure, for sure. And I, and I appreciate you, Miles, being here and uh, being able to speak about this. And, uh, you know, and, and I appreciate everybody in the cat. In the cat. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate my cat. And I appreciate everybody in the chat also ma- like being very respectful. You guys are amazing. And thank you for, like, really, you know, demonstrating what a real game cat is. I love you guys. Do you want to see something funny to lighten things up? <laughs> Dude, I think I was... we, we've been watching a trailer for Shadow Point the entire time. How, <laughs> how, how seriously can you take this discussion when there's like a fucking... Oh, look at, but, but also look at this game about Shadow Puppets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you very yeah. much. Okay, what, <laughs> what were you going to say before I cut you off? Well, I was clearing out my office and I found a, a birthday card from February that I've kept and I want to keep it. And I'm probably going to keep it in the background at some point because uh, I just it's one of my all time favorite cards. And I just wanted to show everyone it because it's really good. Um, the first bit is uh, people like you don't come around every day. And then it says, not since we put up that no weirdo sign. I thought that is that is great. That is a great Miles card right there because I am a weirdo, like many people in the chat, um, which is why I engage with you so much. Um, I feel like I feel like and, you're just preparing to be a dad because every joke you make is such a dad oh, joke. Dude, it's it is so bad. It is really bad because I hate. I used to. I used to hate dad jokes. I don't know. There's some energy you get from people groaning. Uh, I don't know what it is. Um, but I showed that on my live show this week on Wednesday I was talking about childhood TV shows. Uh, my, my, uh, live show is currently offline. It got a few copyright claims to not just demonetize, which it wasn't being monetized anyway, but to take it down, but I'm disputing it. So stay tuned because it was a really great show. We're just talking about like shows we used to watch as a kid, uh, kids and, uh, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was on there, which in the UK was called Teenage Mutant, Mutant Hero. Turtles. turtles yeah because ninja was seen as too violent even though it doesn't change what happens in the show at all right um did it have you played the new like, have you played not, the new turtles not game? yet not yet you got it though i, I want to get it okay so i'm i'm still even with my switch and that's where i play like a lot of games that i just want to play in bed like kind of flat screen games like the switch is kind of my place for that um mm. and so um and and so i i waited for i've been waiting for a physical version to show up um and it's being printed by limited run games, even though it's being sold through like Amazon and every other retailer. Uh, and so it's not going to, the physical version is not going to be out for like two and a half months. And I was like, well, I'll just watch everyone else enjoy playing it. And then I'll finally play it for myself in two and a half months. They need to make a VR port for it. Like um, what's the end dreams uh, side scrolling beat them up. Oh, uh, bloody uh, zombies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I don't, I don't even oh, the other thing, the other funny, like, amusing thing is, um, yeah. I was so hot, like, not just sexy, that goes without saying. Last Friday, I was really hot because it was the country was just so hot, mm-hmm. and so I ordered a an air conditioning unit. Uh, I splashed out. It arrived on Monday. I've set it up. 
it's a nightmare to get the pipe out the window and that it doesn't kind of work but i've worked it out and the temperature has dropped so it's just i mean i'm at least i'm prepared now but um i'm a bit disappointed i haven't been able to experience the wonders of air conditioning which is standard in the u.s right most places in the u.s come with aircon shockingly no uh but what are you gonna do uh it really depends you know and if you do you certainly pay for it man i remember living in tennessee and in having turning on the ac was like a big deal work are we gonna be able to afford this at the end of the month we're all waiting tables making like you know almost nothing and uh we're like i don't know if we can afford to turn on the ac today like okay well let's go find a pool that we can sneak into (laughs) oh so not everywhere in america has ac i guess america does have some problems with it yeah yeah, you guys are having a huge heat wave right now, though, right? Uh, yeah, it, it has cooled down this week, but um, it's, the weather's been great. But um, yeah, it, it will definitely spike up again. Uh, now, uh, Miles, let's get a, a few of these com- comments out of the way, a few of these uh, tips, and then we're going to dive yes. straight into some PSVR news. I promise you, this will be where everything transitions. Uh, now, let's try on the game fuel line with the $5 tips. I just wanted you to know that as a person living in the glorious Pacific Northwest, I am right there with you, Brian. This fight is just the beginning. Thank you, Nihilus Tryon. We got Cyber Expanse VR with a $20 tip. Thank you so much. Says, I'm with you, Brian. Thanks for standing up. Thank you, Cyber Expanse. Mark Pringlesleaf with the two quid says, you have my back, Brian. We have each other's back. Nid Auger, no kangaroos in Austria, the game cat. Oh my God. Every time I read this, it reminds me that I'm a fucking moron sometimes. With the five euros, it says, happy to, happy to leave in a few secs, but strong words, Brian. I was shocked too, and they won't stop at this point. And then finally, Ben L., the game cat army, says, uh, here's the secret to having political or religious discussions. Don't base your sense of self-worth upon changing the other person's mind. Uh, 100% true. I find engaging right. discussions right. on on twitter uh, is pointless uh, people are you're not going to change anyone's mind uh, you're 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 going to just screaming into a void people people on both sides not it's not one sided here both sides yell their opinion and nobody out there goes that's a good point you've just changed my mind or you made me reconsider this there's not a single person out there whose mind you're going to change uh, we've all you know buried our uh, heads in the sand buried our feet in the mud and no one's fucking budging and it's understandable uh and finally sir oh jesus uh cerebral frost the boob cat with the 100 dollar tip says i love you brian i'm not good at standing up for stuff like this but if it this is the way you think this country should go please don't buy my games thanks uh hundred dollars i don't i don't i don't even want to tell people what games you've made cerebral frost because <laughs> Because you know what? Take their money, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, let's talk about a game that we have to figure out whether you should buy at this point, and that is Stride. Uh, dude, Stride is... Uh, there's a little bit of drama going on about Stride over on our Discord and over on Twitter right now, because I don't know if you saw this, uh, Miles, but yesterday, Jay Meow asked them on Twitter what's going on with the PSVR version of the campaign. And they said, we've never announced that for PSVR, which, I mean, a little bit of background, right? Uh, Stride, Stride's been out for only a couple months here on PlayStation VR. It's been in early access for a long time over on Steam. Uh, and then they, they talked about all these updates that were coming to the game before the PSVR version came out. 
right? They said they were talking about the campaign and how like right now it's just like three different arcade modes, but a, but a campaign is coming, a single player campaign because people were asking for it. And they're talking about multiplayer and all this other stuff. But at no point during that, during those uh, previews or, 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 or video reveals, did they ever say possibly only coming to certain headsets? They just didn't say anything. What do you think about all this, Miles? Is this fucking ridiculous? Like, should should we be mad? I mean, <laughs> as someone who's not played it yet, I'm not that emotionally invested. But I do think there is this conversation about the way things are communicated in gaming. Um, because consumers are smart these days. You know, you think of how things used to be 10, 20 years ago with games. You'd get a magazine. Those were kind of the early updates you got. And you may do with what appeared on the shelf. Now, we don't just get trailers for games and announcements. We get all the behind the scenes. We get tweets, you know, teasers and this, you know, sense of hype. And there are therefore discussions among communities like our own. And that is the modern world of gaming. Developers should know this. Um, Some don't, if you're making a game like Abandoned. Um, or maybe you could say they do know, and that's why they do it. <laughs> but um, in this case, um, I don't think there's anything you know nefarious going on. Um, I think it's clearly just a misstep uh, on their part. But that doesn't necessarily mean they should therefore um, be unsurprised when people are like, oh, well, I've bought the game with an expectation. Um, uh, the price recently went up, um, right? Yeah, that's so it had only been out for like a month or two or something, and then the price went from fifteen dollars to twenty dollars. And they said, "Stay tuned; you'll know why in the in, in the in the coming weeks." And so that- far, they haven't given us anything else. So it's it's starting to seem a little bit on the sketchy side because everyone's like, "Oh, the campaign must be ready," and now they're gonna and now they're gonna raise the price. And you know, everybody who bought it for fifteen dollars because gonna feel like they got a great deal when the campaign comes out. Everyone who's gonna who didn't buy fifteen dollars, you know, is is gonna have to pay the full twenty for the full game. And it's like, well, what did you raise the price for? Also, this isn't the only sketchy thing that they've done recently. Uh, uh, if any PC VR gamers out there might be already be aware that Joyway just pulled Outlier, uh, their their other VR game, from the Steam Store after being in early access for all of like two months. So, and, and, they've, and their response was, "Oh, you can request a, a refund if this really bothers you." And it's like, that that's it, that's it. You just so you're just going to start putting out games and not support them like one after another after another. It's it's and and, and here's the thing, I get it. Right. I want to be I want to be real clear about this. PSVR is not an easy platform to develop for. Right. Hopefully PS5 and PSVR 2 will make things easier and Sony will maybe like loosen their grip on a few things and, and, and make and be a little bit more uh, you know, third party friendly. Because right now, every I haven't heard this from Joyway specifically, but I've heard it from plenty of other studios that it's just a fucking pain to develop for uh, to, to kind of get through Sony's QA uh, and get and get approval. So I get it. Right. But the problem is, is like it really is the messaging. It's like if you don't, please don't talk about this massive campaign that you've got planned, and then sort of pull the rug out from under us, kind of you know after you've already gotten the money, and, and very likely they probably haven't sold that many copies of it. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised about that either. So there's a lot of different reasons. You know, if they only sold a hundred copies or two hundred copies, do you can you blame them for not adding some kind of free update? You know that that's going to take way 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 longer on PSVR. It's like my answer is like sort of yes, but like logistically, no. 
I, I don't know, man. Like, this, and, and, and we should also be clear that and I, I just feel like I'm rambling. I, we should also be clear that they haven't said it's not coming to VSVR. They just said we haven't announced anything yet. Uh, we want to make you know we don't know if it's even we're even going to be capable of doing it on PlayStation VR. I don't know. That could be them being cautious of, uh, we haven't said anything about PSVR 2. You know, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of developers are also looking ahead for it. It just reminds me of, you know, one of my life philosophies. It's under promise and over deliver, you know, or right. don't tell people, show them. Obviously, in marketing, it's not that straightforward. You do need to actually show something. Um, it, it is unfortunate. Um, I'm, I'm curious to know regarding the price going up because my understanding is developers don't necessarily get a say on price changes it's something sony does i always got you know or, or maybe or maybe that's when it it comes down to like discounts and the you know sales they can't decide to do a discount on it so maybe they can change the base price it's just that they can't decide to do discounts whenever they want that has yeah. to be something that's agreed with sony so in that case i, I assume it was never a discount it was just the, the actual full price change yeah yeah that's exactly what it yeah. was it's and the funny thing is is like now it's part of uh one of those sales that's going on right now there's like three different sales going on right now and, and like all of them include a couple psvr games uh i might get a sale video out this weekend but you know fucking don't hold me to that because god those things are terrible to make um we, but, well, we're, we're long, long overdue for one, to be fair. I mean, I we've not so had one much. for, a, what, at least hey, two, two weeks. weeks. <laughs> right. It took three days to make a, to make a sale video that, like, 4,000 people watched. Um, but uh, 4,000 grateful people. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Absolutely. I'm sure of it as well. Right. So, I don't know. What are we talking about? Oh, the price. So, it's funny that this game is actually currently on sale for, if you oh. don't have Plus, it's like a dollar more than it than it originally retailed for on sale um i will say listen if you if if you bought stride for 15 dollars uh hopefully you bought it knowing what it was and didn't have any lofty expectations about what it was going to be um i'm pretty sure that in my review i said oh they've said that a campaign is coming but i I based my review on the game that they delivered and it's three arcade modes that i thought were really really fun um this game has problems it's not it's not super smooth so when you climb like there's like this like stuttering effect the graphics are definitely on the blurrier side but man when you were running and free free running and jumping and wall running it's just exhilarating and i and i and i still think for the 15 dollars, it was absolutely worth it my question at this point i say don't buy it until we find out why they raised the price and if there's actually more content coming well then we can we can have another conversation and consider whether it's worth the $20 with the new additions. But right now, I'm like, no, $15 was a good price for this. So either buy it on sale or just hold off uh, until, they, until they're until they a little bit more transparent about what their plans are for this. Yeah, I mean, they've said, you know, big more stuff's coming because of the price and that. They could be sticking to their words. So, yeah. And also them saying we haven't announced that yet is not them denying it exists. So, right. um, yeah, it's just an unfortunate bit of messaging, really. Um, but we'll just wait and see. I mean, I just, it's a game that I've still not played, but I'm, I'm looking forward to giving it a go at some point. Oh, absolutely. Um, you need to play this. Yeah. I think it's so much yeah. fun. Uh, there's like really nothing yeah. else like it on PSVR. Uh, and, you know, it's very simple, but it's, but it's, I, I found it to be really addictive and you're really into fitness, especially with VR fitness. And uh, I think this game makes you sweat big time. So I think you'll enjoy it. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, I just want to say, like, I really do think that this is, hopefully we don't have to have many more conversations like this. We're coming to the tail end of the PSVR life cycle. And I'm really hoping that 
we don't have to worry about this kind of nonsense soon. You know, right now it's like we just had Among Us VR pulled out from, you know, pulled out from under us. That's only going to be a PSVR 2 game, PSVR 2 launch title, in fact. Um, the, you know, Shell Games, who actually makes Among Us, uh, stop supporting uh, Until You Fall on PSVR. Uh, and there's of sorts of a gargantuan is another one by, by you know, so it keeps happening. And so I get people's frustrations because it's sort of like, this is almost like the straw that broke the camel's back. It's just like, okay, we've had enough. Stop beating us up. Like we, we, we're, I feel like we're being penalized. We're being punished for supporting this platform as long as we have. Right. <laughs> it's like, just, just come on guys. Come on. Just, so hopefully my, my hope is that, and this is to all developers out there. So if any developers out there are listening, clip this and, and, and send it to every developer. Make make your PlayStation VR two game and make it. If you're going to bring your PSVR one game to PlayStation VR two, give us the resolution update, give us the controller update, whatever, and remember the people who supported you. Give us a free upgrade on place. If we own the game on PSVR one, give us a free PSVR two upgrade. There's going to be so many new PSVR two gamers out there that you will make your money on uh, on the remaster or the or, or the PSVR two version, whatever you want to call it. But reward the people who supported you and give them a free upgrade. In that way, your game will be kind of in the zeitgeist. People will be talking about it, and it'll be part of the conversation. It'll be part of the conversation right here on Gamescast, right? Because all the people in the comments will be talking about your game uh, because they already have it. And other people will go, what's that game? Oh, I should buy that because I didn't buy it on PSVR 1. I'll buy it on PSVR 2, right? That's going to be the smart thing. The VR community is about to explode by millions. Millions and millions of new new players out there will finally take a get into VR with PSVR 2. So it's free advertising if you make your the PSVR 2 upgrade free. Don't forget that, guys. I will be clipping that. That's that's what they do. That's what they should do with Stride. It's like, hey, guys, we're really, really mm. sorry. This would be the perfect way to, to apologize and say, we tried to make it work on PSVR 1. It didn't work. We're sorry, but in but to reward you, we're get, we'll give you the PSVR two version for free, and the PSVR two version. We promise you, we'll have the multiplayer and the campaign. It's the only fair way to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Ayer, he says we had a good run. Can't complain. Not even the N sixty four got six years. True point. Very good. Okay. <laughs> do you want to keep talking about Stride for the next half hour, or should we move on to another topic? What about this PlayStation talent show, Brian? Yeah, on uh, on June 30th. So that's like next week, man. We got uh let me check the date here. That's next, next Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, next Thursday. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess we should probably stream this. I didn't even consider this. PlayStation Talents Showcase, um, you know, by PlayStation obviously. PlayStation Talents if you're not familiar, uh basically these really small, I think they tend to be Spanish studios. They gen- generally really really independent studios with only a couple of people at the helm. Uh PlayStation uh basically has this initiative where they sponsor them and they, and they fund their projects uh and that's how we got games like intruders hide and seek that's how we got unfortunate games like neon hat uh that just was so close to being cool and just didn't come together at the end um and uh, and that's how we're gonna get do not open by uh developer nox noctis um have you been keeping up with do not open miles i have not unfortunately all right <laughs> let me tell you what do not open is uh it is uh, it's an it's right up my alley, right? I love escape rooms. No, I, I have seen the I saw the initial announcement and stuff, uh, and from your previous discussions, I just haven't followed anything else since then. So yeah, okay. But but for the game cats watching, lay uh, out, Brian. 
yeah, it's 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 a horror themed escape room, and and as you know, I can never get enough horror, and I love escape rooms. Uh, the difference with this one is that it's uh, procedurally generated, so you can you can play through it over and over and over, and you'll find like combinations to like safes or whatever uh, or padlocks in different places than they were before. There are different numbers than they were before, uh, and so uh, and it and it looks it looks terrifying. It looks like you're able to play this on the flat screen or PSVR. Um, and maybe even PSVR 2, if they've announced that, probably not. Um, so uh, I'm excited to at least play through this once, and then I'm really curious to see how big the changes are between gameplays, right? If you're advertising it as this procedurally generated escape room, like those differences better be pretty major to make it feel completely different the next time. Like my, the example that I gave was like, oh, that padlock combination is just in a different place. Not good enough, <laughs> right? That has to be one of the many, many things that are totally different. Um, so I'm very, uh, I'm very curious to see how this one turns out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the whole, the whole idea behind it is amazing. And uh, it's another example of a game that I can't wait to play and also don't want to play. Uh, the best combination. <laughs> I genuinely am. So going back to what you were saying about like developers with PSVR and you know upgrading them for PSVR 2 so we can be the ones that market it. Um, this is how I feel about games like this. I hope that the broadcast aspect of you know PSVR 2 is going to be a huge upgrade because I love streaming VR. But on the current headset, the only way you're going to do a half-decent job is if you do it for your own broadcast system, you know, mm. not through PlayStation's own interface. So, um, yeah, because streaming horror games, especially for me who hates them and, you know, on Resident Evil 7 spent 10 minutes pacing around the laundry room, unable to go through a door. You know, people live for that, and I die for it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, when you can't physically convince yourself to take a step forward or open a door, like, that to me is success. Like, you've done it. Like, congratulations, mm. you've made something too scary to play. Like, that is a dream come true. Uh, and that is exactly how I felt with Resident Evil 7. I'm not expecting that in Do Not Open, right? Because Do Not Open is, again, the, the PlayStation Talents Initiative. This is a very, very small team with grand aspirations. And, again, we've seen sort of the limitations of some of these smaller studios. And uh, but But unlike, like, Intruders was fine but it had a very ps2 quality to it and like i mean just horrible horrible character models but some of it was really good and neon hat was just rushed out unfortunately it didn't get enough love before it got pushed out the door with this this was supposed to be out october 31st it was supposed to be a halloween game of last year 2021 and the fact that they not only got extra time from sony uh, the, but they've also got extra funding. They were able to get a brand new composer in there, like some famous composer to do all the soundtrack. Like they, they are, they've, they've told me that all this extra time is going to make the game so much better, which is obvious, you know, every PR person on the face of the planet should be saying those things, but there's something about it that I kind of believe. Like the fact that they were given this extra time means somebody over at Sony saw what they were working on and said, right, we'll give you some more time to make this right. Mm, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. And it makes me wonder how many other games that's happened with as well. True, true. Now We always assume it's devs that are making the calls, but there's going to be a lot of times where, you know, every every time, a, you know, Sony might have said to the team that, you know, goes through all the, you know, the, the team that deals with checks that when games are submitted, they get a quality assurance and all that. Um, Sony may have said, you know, Jim Ryan personally, I when you're checking these games now, if there's something that looks excellent, 
um, we'll list it and we'll see if we can do a deal with them to say hold off until just the next, you know, just the next generation. At least make that an offer um, because they might be saying right now we think it for a new game or a new IP is going to have a better chance if we uh, bring it in as a launch title for PSVR 2. Some games actually are worth being cross-platform. Um, so like Saints and Sinners, that would be a great example where, yeah. yeah, you would want it to come on both platforms because it's such a big IP and successful IP. Um, there's going to be a lot of people with current headsets that are just waiting to play it. Um, so and, and, and people that get it for one are going to want to play it on both. Um, yeah. The... This this showcase is happening on the thirtieth, um, which like I said is a Thursday. Uh, obviously, we're gonna I'll stream it because we know Do Not Open is going to be there. Um, but I guess there's always a possibility of announcements of new PlayStation Talents Initiative games. Uh, you know, obviously these all started somewhere, and uh, and I think they said there's going to be at least twenty games shown at this showcase. Maybe we'll get another PSVR game or a PSVR two game shown off. That would be pretty interesting. Yeah, fungus in my garden too. You yeah, shut your mouth, young man. Uh, Donatello, the scientist game cat with the $5 tip, says, I think we deserve a Miles Dyer do not open first impression live stream. I'm going to have to send you like a green screen and stuff, get you all set up and like make sure that we can see you fall to your knees when you uh, when the when the ghost scares the fuck out of you. I don't want to become the Dave Jackson of uh, PlayStation Access for PSVR Pro. I don't know if anyone that's watched PlayStation Access YouTube channel, Dave is the one that hates horror games, <laughs> and they always put him in horror games. And I genuinely wonder, you know, how that passes the uh, HR department. Because <laughs> I'm like, I think this goes beyond bullying. Uh, but he's amazing. He's really animated. I actually think he's he's way braver than me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Miles, uh, I don't know if you caught this, but yesterday there were a bunch of people, different uh, VR journalists, VR gamers, VR people all over the place on Twitter, uh, and they were all posting their top five single-player VR campaigns. Uh, I don't know if you caught any of that, uh, but but as... I did. It was a very vibrant discussion. I loved it. <laughs> as I was typing out my list, I was... I, there's, of course, a Twitter limit, right? And I wanted to, like... I didn't want to make five you know, separate tweets or like some big thread so that I could explain why I liked each one. But as I was typing them out, I just desperately wanted to like talk about each one. And we're like, right. oh, you know what? It's a good thing we have this show <laughs> where where we can actually we talk do. about each one. Um, but before we dive into them, Miles, what, what do you think? What do you think makes single player campaigns so appealing? We live in this world where like everybody's like co-op, co-op, co-op or, or PVP or whatever. You, they want to play with other people. But there is something appealing about single player campaigns, don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, when I think about, you know, the games I love playing overall, even on flat screen, I love a lot of the, you know, the long form story, single player adventures, you know, The Last of Us, God of War, Uncharted. Um, and I think there's a lot of instances where I, I love to experience that in, in VR as well. Um, in terms of, you know, what it is about those experiences, um, I think that you're it is, this is going to involve making comparisons with multiplayer where it's not that one is good and the other's bad, it's that they have different offerings. So for multiplayer, the good thing about multiplayer games is there's a, a lot of spontaneity because then you know, you're know you not programming AI for the most part, you're with other human beings. And so when you change your tactics, so will the other humans that you play with. And so the, the, the possibilities are infinite. But by having that, it means you have less control on the structure and maybe the story you want to tell. Um, 
as as a as a game developer. So within single player games, you can do a lot more signposting, and that's not necessarily explicit signposting of like go here, go there, but you can set the environments knowing that no, this is the player, this is what they're going to see at each point, and the only interactions they're going to have is with AI and things that we planted in the game. So I think that you can have much deeper experiences, deeper in a different way. Um, and when I think of, you know, the, the single-player campaign games that I've enjoyed most, um, it's exactly for that reason that you're taking on this journey that, you know, is believable. And again, I think multiplayer is great for being with friends and that, but people can take you out of it. So like when I've been on Rec Room, doing the pt creation you can do it with two other friends it's you know still creepy but you've also got friends going oh yeah did you hear that that was well spooky and it's like it's it's kind of like it takes you a bit out of what you're in uh whereas if you're in single player it's like no i am in this world right now so yeah that's what comes to mind what about you brian I think I think the more I thought about this since yesterday, I started wondering why I liked single player games so much, uh, and, I, and I always have. I've always preferred single player to multiplayer. I love love getting in there when playing some multiplayer. Some I miss playing Starboard Arena and Dodgeball Guns, of course. Like all these, you know, fire. I mean, we can go on and on and on about all the great multiplayer games that there are. In but I play multiplayer games for a much much different reason. I play multiplayer games for the interaction more than anything else like the games are fine you know all those games are fine but i do them because i want to hang out with people yeah and i'm very much an introvert in my real life irl and so i, I find out i find that the games that i gravitate towards are games that are post-apocalyptic or pre other people apparently according to my list like this is a game that happened that takes place before there's like other people around or whatever survival games um you know and really but, but post-apocalyptic i think or or games where there was a disaster and like you're there to investigate, uh, it where it sort of puts you against the world, and there's something there's something really powerful about about that, right? Which is you know, as as most gamers are familiar with, like I think games are um, part power fantasy, right? Where it's like this. You, the things you can't do in real life you get to do in video games like you get to take on this huge obstacle you know how many how frequently in real life are you pit against this you know the, this this evil corporation or 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 zombies or or whatever how frequently are you actually put into those situations where you know 12 hours later you go i beat them i did it you know like i've accomplished this mission or i've or i've survived in like the wilderness and was able to do this you're just not very often put into these situations so it's fun to kind of like test yourself in a very safe way obviously and so i find myself being like really enjoying that sense of isolation the solitude and and, and then when i look at the games on my list they all sort of have that in common right it's not it's not just single player campaigns it's like really desolate single player campaigns and i, and I think i fell in love with that a long long time ago um so let's kick it off, man. Like, what's what? I I I have my list in front of me, but I haven't seen your list. What what, what are your favorite uh, VR single player campaigns? Well, we have definitely a load of overlaps. But before we get to that, I was just going to ask, as you were mentioning all that, have you seen the new PlayStation Plus commercial? Oh yes, yeah, the live action one, right? Where it's like, yeah, I've just sent you a link now. I d didn't know if if it's something we could put on screen because as soon as you started talking about like being in a world and like you know living these experiences i just thought of that commercial it really captured it um playstation do just such wonderful live action adverts about you know bringing 
the world that you're in into um you know because because the the the, the commercial is about you know we go out about our lives just doing everyday things but when we go back to our homes we are whatever we want to be we can be in space we can be heroes we can uh, take on zombies exactly what you were saying so right. that's that's really what came to mind um in in terms of my list i mean look there's gonna be a lot of overlaps with the ones that you've mentioned uh or you are going to mention I've, I've obviously seen from your 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 twitter feed um a game that i've started playing and this is going to get a lot of groans in the chat this week because i actually got it with my psvr uh and i'd never played it before started playing it and i was like this game is absolutely huge I'm going to come back to it, and I never did, and that is Skyrim. Um, and Skyrim VR, I have been told, is, and I've, I've already experienced, you know, quite a bit of it already, but, like, it is one of the most incredible VR experiences because it's just such, or it's an open world. Uh, you're in this space. So Skyrim is definitely on there. I'll, I'll just quickly go through a few, and then we can um, we can sure. go in a bit more detail. Um, the Persistence, I absolutely loved. Really, because even though it's is very much it has mechanics and you kind of know what the game is and it's not story heavy in terms of there aren't cut scenes and stuff throughout the game, there is a real beginning and then ending. Like, um, and I was quite I was I was quite impressed by the the, the story arc of what it was about. I thought it was really really cool. Um, I was really impressed with the opening and throughout the campaign of Farpoint. Um, I thought that yes. Farpoint was 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 really good. Um, and then it's always when we think of like single player campaigns, you know, we think of first person stuff. But like Astrobot, um, you know, very retro. Um, I know it's a favourite in a lot of lists that we talk about, but I thought even. As a game, forget a VR game, it's a really solid platformer game. The fact it's done in VR and they've optimised it for that is phenomenal. Um, and there's very few VR games where I walk away going, I think that was perfect, like <laughs> genuinely. Like I, I, I think it was the right length. I would have loved it to have been longer, but it was like, no, it was really trim, it it had really cool quirky things. It had good extracurricular stuff. You know, you collect you know coins that you can spend for your little uh, spaceship. Yeah, that's um, great. That, that, it just it, it brought the magic of lots of games growing up as a kid, and it was a modern version. And so for me, that was just a really. Uh, I, I I think we always talk favorably about Astrobot about how fun it is, but when you think of it in terms of a game that's been developed. Um, it's very self-contained and you can see what the intention was and they absolutely nailed it um, for that reason. Hey, let's, uh, I want to get back to some of the games on your list in just a second here, but uh, but I've got the the new PlayStation Plus commercial all downloaded. We can jump over to full screen and I can turn <gasps> the sound up and we can watch it together. Let's do this thing. Hell yeah. Does anybody know who they really are? I don't mean the side you let the world see, but who you are deep down inside. You probably think you know, but trust me, <laughs> you don't. I sure didn't. How can you know yourself until you've been pushed to your limits? Until you've lived a 
thousand lives. There you are. Till you've been where we weren't meant to go. Won and lost more than you ever knew you could. Done things you wish you could take back. And things you would give anything to do again. Exploring who you can be. Manners. So good. It is amazing. <laughs> It's a great tagline. Why be one thing when you can be anything? Absolutely. Um, and 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 I know I've mentioned this on previous gamecasts about the dream that when you put the PSVR two on, you don't get a flat screen menu. You're actually in a place like that room he was walking around. You know, that's the kind of thing you want to be the lobby for PSVR. You want like you know little items dotted around the place for the games that you want to interact with. You want to have collect. You want to collect stuff and. Um, yeah, it just makes me excited because Sony keep referencing this kind of stuff in their in their commercials. So yeah. you know, I do think that is the direction they want to take it. But um, I swear the music was like Horizon, the Horizon music, but like it had notes from it. But I don't know if they actually took notes from various PlayStation titles. Um, but really, really cool. It seemed really expensive. Like, and I feel like yeah. Sony Sony does this frequently they make these super expensive commercials that like aren't actually selling anything right it's like yes it's the new playstation plus but like they're i don't see anybody watching that commercial going oh i need to sign up for the new premium plus i need to spend more money it's 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 sort of just like a it's sort of like a brand it's a brand awareness exercise and it's it nurtures the culture and like as a as a playstation fan i look at that and go yeah playstation is so cool because that is one of my all-time favorite commercials is a playstation commercial where um kids are playing in their bedroom the 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 original playstation Uh and it's going around the room now it's based in the uk so i'm sure that I'm going to have an affinity with it, maybe on a deeper level than the international audience. But it's going around the room and you can see like the original Domino's pizza boxes from like the 90s and like um, their shirts from school with like marker pen on it from where they got signed from their class. And then it looks out the window and you have the, the skyline of London and then it speeds up and you see like certain buildings going up. And then as it goes round, 
you hear you, you hear the PlayStation Two starter screen <laughs> and the PlayStation Two there, and the kids are a bit older. They've got girlfriends now and stuff like that. They're gaming and stuff, and it goes to the window again, and then more of the skyline of London builds up, um, and it goes round. And then I think it was a commercial for the PlayStation Three, or maybe it was the PlayStation Four. But I, I want them to remake the advert now and do it for the PlayStation Five because it's um, you know that commercial wasn't really selling anything new. That is how you nurture brand loyalty because I'm like, actually, yeah, PlayStation's been there with me for 25 years now, is it, or something like that? Like, which is which is crazy that they suck. And, and I know this is a totally different conversation. We should change the name no, no, of the no. video um, to <laughs> to PlayStation adverts. But it, what sucks is that they are terrible about this whole backwards compatibility thing. They're they're they've got all these games that people remember so fondly from PlayStation One and ps2 and they're so scared for people to see what those games looked like back in the day even with the new playstation plus premium i tried to play ape escape and like jumping flash and i couldn't find an option to play them in their natural state like all three of the options were trying to like up res and 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 get rid of the aliasing and like just i was like just let me play the games in their original resolution with the blockiness and like you're not really fooling anybody these games look bad and i'm fine with that like it's okay like let me just enjoy nostalgia without dream casting the 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 crap out of this resolution like it's and, and, and so sony's scared about being like oh yeah because you even see people on twitter being like oh if you go back and play playstation one games you won't be nearly as uh fond of them anymore you're looking through rose tinted glasses the whole thing right bullshit bullshit look behind me nothing but ps1 <laughs> and ps2 games and i play them still and they look to me they look beautiful, right? Yeah. Let us enjoy these games the way they were. And stop being scared that like your old catalog doesn't look, don't look like SNES games. SNES games aged gracefully, beautifully. PS1 games have a think, special place in a lot of people's hearts. Don't fuck with it. Just let us enjoy them. Do you think that's going to be a PSVR 2 thing? Like they're going to do a Mega Drive collection? Because you know you can play that in VR where you're playing them on the TV in the bedroom. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I've actually not done yet. But they should do that with all their classic PlayStation ones because then they could arguably do it at those qualities. Because no. they'll go, yeah. No, don't do not do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to play that way. <laughs> right? Just let me play on the flat screen. Let me just... And, and honestly, because like, the the whole uh, Sonic's Genesis collection, whatever whatever the hell it was called, um, that you could sit in a room in VR. Uh, I'm sure yeah, people in the chat have collection, yeah. no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, right, Genesis in the States. Um, oh, yes, right, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you could sit in this kid's room in VR and then play on a CRT television uh, your flat screen game. And it's just like... The novelty was fun, but man, like, I, like, let me blow this up to my 50-inch TV, you know, like uh, HDTV instead of, like, sitting in a virtual room and playing. It's like, after the first 30 minutes, I was like, all right, can, can I just play this game normally? Um, anyway. What, the, your, so- <laughs> what are your campaign? What are your campaign single-player titles? By the way, it's nice to go on tangents like this. It's cool. But, for um, sure. Yeah. For sure. As long as nobody has any place to be. Let's, let's check that. You guys, sure. are, you guys good? Do you have but any that- place to be? Yeah, but that commercial is really good, and it really ties into what you were saying about like when you're in those single player worlds of like you can be anyone. I, I love that shot in the commercial where he's looking at the fridge, and you've got him as a cowboy and like uh, basketball. Like, it, like his face is just like doing all these things. It's so cool. Um, I, yeah, Jazzy J, the Terra Mage Game Cat in the chat says, "Wait, the Genesis Collection does have VR support? I thought that was a mistake on the PlayStation Store. Just make sure you're buying the right one. There's been so many different collections. Um, just make sure you are buying the one that does say VR support. And if you're curious what it looks like, I have a Let's Play up on the channel, um, and uh, that that'll 
help you decide whether it's for you or not, I'm sure. I love the difference, Sega Genesis and Sega Master System. It's just such an interesting... Like, that was prior to the internet, so we never knew right. that it was different across the ocean. But yeah, Mega Drive and Genesis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what is the what is the top game on your list, Brian? Like, to what no, would you say? To no one's surprise, to no one's surprise, it's Resident Evil Seven. Ay <gasps> Dios mío! <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, Resident Resident Evil Seven is uh, is obviously like my favorite game on PSVR. Um, you know, most of the DLC, the whole thing, whatever. But as far as the single player campaign stuff goes. This is there's a reason why it's number one on my list. It's because I think it's the only one that feels like an actual console quality, full length, actual game. You know, it's like something we've been dying for, which we got here and there. We got Skyrim, we got Borderlands, we got a few here and there. But like Resident Evil Seven does everything I wanted to do. It's scary. It's it's actually terrifying, uh, and uh, and it's just super super immersive. Despite the fact it doesn't have move. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> You think it'll be a PSVR two game? Indeed. PSVR two. Like the, the, the I was watching uh, Digital Foundry do a review of the uh, PS five update, and it looks beautiful. Uh, so yeah, hopefully that is the stepping stone. Oh, they're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. Let's hope so. It makes no sense like why they wouldn't, right? It'd be yeah. I mean, again, every everything in the RE engine was. Uh, is designed to be playable in VR. That's why the modders had such an easy time doing it on PC, right? Why wouldn't you just try to make a few extra bucks, be there at PSVR 2 launch, or soon after, Resident Evil 2, 3, 4, 7, 8. I wonder if I'd play 5 and 6. They yeah, built I, the I, VR, I and 6 in VR. They built the VR interface for Ethan in RE8. So, obviously, it's not a direct port, but, like, when you do hand motions... That's going to be like some physics you have to work out and rules, but they've now worked that out for RE8. So, right. um, yeah, they're, they're as close as they've ever been to making it happen. One, one of one of the ones on your list that I'm I'm actually like, I, it stuck in my head the second you said it was Farpoint, uh, and in I've got to ask because uh, people are going to be like, wait, Brian, why are you questioning Miles about this? What do you have against Farpoint? And, you, and some of you guys already know, and some of you guys are about to find out. But let me ask you, why does Farpoint make it onto your single-player campaign list? So for me, like, I don't know if I'd say it's, like, one of the top, but, like, when the question was posed, for me, it wasn't necessarily, like, what are the best games? It's, like, what comes to mind straight away? Okay. And Farpoint, just because... It, it 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 was the v, it really captured that VR magic when you're playing that game and you've got that opening uh, and then the cutscenes. I mean, the gameplay itself I think is pretty cool. Um, I wouldn't say it's one of my favourite games, but the moments where you're sort of you see the holograms of the people that you're with, and um, I, I was just quite blown away by it. I thought it was just an incredibly lovely looking game. And I, I love the concept of it, and I thought it was just a great introduction for me in, into VR. It's a, it, I mean, it, it was a seminal moment, I think, in most of our PSVR experiences. Uh, you know, uh, on the voyage that we took through the PSVR lifespan, the aim controller launching with Farpoint and being able to experience that, and like the, the way that the aim controller felt in your hands, uh, the way the shooting felt, everything felt really, really good. Um, you know, as, as the a game, spiders are still the scariest thing ever. Love it, 
Love it, love it, love it. When I, when I was playing through and I was like, oh, this isn't just a first-person shooter. This is going to scare the crap out of me. I was very, very happy when I came to that realization. Um, I, Dude, I had a nightmare about a spider the other night. Like, not even a big jumping Farpoint spider. The thing was, like, legit this big. And I was yeah. like, and, 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 I, and, I, and, I, and in my dream, like, you know how sometimes like, you don't have control of your hands in your dreams? I was doing yeah. something like this and, like, trying to push it away with the web. And then I finally pushed so hard that I woke myself up and went, where is it? And I couldn't even like go back to sleep because I was like, there's a little tiny spider in my room. Like I just couldn't handle it. Forget about far point spiders. Um, but a little tiny spider in my dream was all it took to fucking freak out. I'm super lame, but I definitely have some severe arachnophobia. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the story for me. Yes, the experience was great in, in far point because especially because it used the aim controller so well. But for me, it's definitely the story. The story that is so well told and mostly pretty optional, uh, and and, o- and it only occasionally pulled you out of the game and forced you to watch cutscenes, right? Like it just made you sit there. Usually, it's like you're scanning and then like something's happening in front of you, and you can still like wander around and shoot crap mm-hmm. while you're doing it. Um, but I will say, without that story, I think Farpoint would have been extremely underwhelming um, as a game. I think it suffers. It's it's not a terribly well designed first person shooter in my book. Sure. You know, it all just feels Great. like a, a, a tunnel, or or they're funneling you constantly down this down this tube, down this path. Very Final Fantasy thirteen of them. Um, so, uh, but but I do but I do still love it despite its faults. You know, and that, and that kind of like shows what a great game it is. That like maybe it has these major design issues, but still fucking amazing game. Um, dude, I also I got to give a shout out to Red Matter. Red Matter for me is. Like, just so it's VRAF, man. Like the 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 setup is great, right? I mean, everything everything about it. Like again, that sense of isolation, going through like your puzzle solving, but it's it, unlike like, Resident Evil, right? If you play Resident Evil, it's like uh, I'm gonna hold this item up in this in in getting the shadow to place properly as like a shadow puppet puzzle. It's like how the how the fuck does that work? Like, it's such an illogical thing. Like, it's fun to do in a game, but it's an illogical puzzle, right? Everything in Red Matter was somewhat logical. It's like, oh, I don't know how to operate these machines. And there's, like, just tons of stuff to scan. You scan this, and there's, like, instructions. Here's how to operate the machines. And then you, like, bring power back on. It just seemed way more logical, even though it was, like, a really bizarre game that was not terribly grounded in reality for a good percentage of the game. It felt everything felt fairly logical, and that, and I think that's something that's missing from a lot of puzzle games. It's a game I'm really looking forward to playing. Unfortunately, my um, copy isn't downloading properly at the moment. There's been an issue oh, no. with the PlayStation server. So, but as soon as I get it, I'm I say I'm going to jump into it straight away. I've got a lot of <laughs> I've got a massive backlog. Yeah, you do. And <laughs> yeah, and, and this is something I wanted to talk about uh, because somebody asked us during the last show when are we going to do our uh, next top 25 debate and i honestly think the next time we do a top 25 debate will be a top 50 debate let's make it this like culmination of all six years of the playstation vr life cycle and oh, yes have all of us there and so you've got a few months to kind of get caught up on all the games yeah. you need to play so that so that you're uh you know so that you're uh, you got a well-rounded yeah, yeah, yeah. list when you come into it it's gonna, i'm excited for you to play all these games too because you've got some good ones you've got you've played most of the big yeah. ones, but you've got you've still got a, a couple of good ones on your list to play yeah, I, I, I definitely when going through the list of the top 25 and how many I'd played and not, I was pleasantly surprised. Because I remember when I first got engaged with the community and I'd watch you talking about all these games, I thought, 
God, I'm never going to catch up um, because it, you know, I, I came like three three years in, and there was a lot of great games. Yeah. But I realised that since then, I was always getting the big games that came out uh, for the most part. So um, yeah, um, yeah, it's cool and that's exciting. Um, in terms of other games on the list, uh, just to wrap things up, I mean, Wanderer, um, I think we both agree on. Wanderer straight away goes to the top of my list. I am pretty, I'm about, I'm probably two, three quarters of the way through. Um, I'm stuck on one puzzle uh, area, um, but I'm really looking forward. I've, I've, I sort of went into it going, I bet it's going to be a good game, but I'm not overly hyped for it. And then as I'm playing it, I'm like, actually, this is incredible. Absolutely incredible. And really, just an absolute surprise too. Like we leading up to that game, where everybody was like, "How are they going to charge forty dollars for this? How you know? There's just no way this is going to sell. Like this is there's no way this game. Like look, judging from the trailers, and, and I was to, I was doubtful too because you look at the trailer and you go, "Oh, every single environment seems to be one room or one small area," and and, and just realizing what a much bigger scope this game has than what we had originally thought the $40 price tag is in my book at least absolutely warranted just a unforgettable experience i don't know like where you are story wise and i don't want to ask because i don't i don't want to spoil it for anybody out there and i don't want to accidentally spoil something you haven't seen yet but man about two-thirds of the way through this game shit gets crazy and it's just like uh, to me it's one of those unforgettable vr moments where you're just like I'm gonna remember. I must this, be like, just. Forever. I must be coming just up to it now. Um, yeah, because <laughs> you're like, well, nothing's done that to me yet. So hopefully, fingers crossed. Not not at that level. I mean, there's been a lot of fantastic stuff. Uh, the, the bit I'm on, this isn't gonna be a spoiler because it's in the trailer in terms of the scene. But I'm on the uh, on the stage in front of all the people with the instruments, uh, like on the rock stage, and that. Um, I've got some tasks to do there. So right yeah, um, I think we need to talk about saints and sinners. Mm, nah nah okay what else do you want to talk about it's just a it's just a talking head simulator in it we're on the bus no, pillow fort simulator wait didn't didn't somebody just say that in the chat i don't know did they Ulk v3d just said it's a bunch of talking heads in it oh, oh is it? I, I don't <laughs> i don't know, a, i don't know what they're what they're referring to uh but it's, it's just funny it's to pillow. see that in the chat then hear it from you i was like that's funny the pillow thoughts people make of just like absolutely <laughs> piling up the most ridiculous amount of pillows in the truck. That That is like when games are good because I have to admit when it's like, oh, you can take stuff back to the bus and leave it there. Yes. You're like, but I'm worried that I'm going to leave stuff and then it's just going to say, oh, we can't remember that many items. It's like, no, it does remember it. And so when you see people that have literally got like 20 <laughs> to 30 pillows, I'm just like, okay, this is awesome. That's a good, good Good quality control test. Yeah. How many pillows until the game breaks? It's funny. The the number one complaint I have about this game, and I apologize to everyone who's sick of hearing me talk about it, is is that the whole story is delivered through a fucking radio, right? It's like, and here you are. It's like, okay, now we're going to stare at the radio with this little juggler face, you know, on top of it. And you're like... Or Jester, I guess what it is. And I was like, like, oh, not the radio again, right? And so... uh, But the funny thing is, is that... It's it's a valid complaint, I think, you know, especially since like you're not able to craft or do anything else, you know, like uh, recycle your items and empty your backpack while you're listening to the radio. I think that part's a valid complaint. But I do have to say that, like, because you're still not interacting with actual NPCs, like very infrequently, or you're, act, you know, interacting with anything that's not a zombie, it really does add even further to that isolation feeling. Where you're like, where you're like, yes, there seem to be real people out there, but like they're still inaccessible. 
They're, they're, yeah. It's like I can't quite get to them, and I'm trying to get to them, and it's just to, – to me, it just makes that, that feeling of isolation so much stronger. I mean the first character you meet is hanging upside down by his fucking feet, right? You're like, oh, okay. The NPCs don't end well around here, right? And so yeah. Uh, so despite the fact that I complain about the radio, I do feel like it, it did – in a way enhanced my, 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 that feeling of isolation and my fear every time I decide to head out, uh, and head out of my safe zone into this desolate wasteland and, and, you know, go either scavenge for items or complete missions and stuff. It works pretty well, man. Really worked pretty well. What does it point out? Dark Angel 3 in the chat says, looky over there, a like button. Don't forget to click the like guys. Don't forget to click the like button. Although we didn't set a target today, but that's all right. We're going to have a, we're going to have a week off targets but let's get to 100 we got nine we're nine away from 100 i mean come on at least get to 100 likes there's 170 of you watching right now so if you haven't already press that like button i'm not going to set a target but no the thing i was going to say about saints and sinners is yeah i've not completed the game because i play it for tens of hours i get probably halfway through the campaign and then i move on to another game and then i come back to saints and sinners and i'm like oh I'm going to start again. I can probably do it better. And then I do tens of hours and then the same thing happens. I have played, you know, enough to have completed the game like four or five times over, but I've played only the first half. (laughs) But that goes to the credit of, well, you might say, well, it's clearly not kept you for the full thing. I don't think it is that. I think it's that good of a game that I'm always like, I'm happy to start again and like go through that story and do it even better each time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am determined to get to the end, especially before we do a top 50, although it's definitely going to go up, up, up high up there. But um, yeah, I've, I've always been blown away by it. But every time I play it and it's like, you've got to go through the, the uh, underground bit in the graveyard. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do this again. So, yeah. Man, I'm, I'm, su- I'm surprised we haven't even asked the chat this yet because I've, I've been paying close attention to the chat tonight. Uh, what I mean, what's what's the best single player campaign for you guys? Like, very curious because there's there's always people always bring up games that I'm like, oh yeah, how did I not think about that, right? And, and of course, you know, when we were doing top fives on Twitter yesterday, you only have so many, you only have so much space. So while I love the persistence, uh, it's so close to my top five. Golem was so close to my top. Five. I think Golem was number six. Um, again, huge feeling of isolation, right? Uh, very very good stuff uh miles the, the last game that i think uh really really needs to be mentioned here is song in the smoke super Shark underappreciated Nado. game sharknado of course right uh great story sharknado yeah <laughs> it was funny I, I saw german rifter vr on uh on on twitter yesterday when i was when i was talking about song in the smoke he said uh he's like oh i'm i'm, I'm shocked that you know there's, there's there's so much love for that i thought it was just a survival game i didn't realize it was like you know some kind of narrative or something uh and you know the funny thing is is that like i don't think there really has to be a narrative uh for me song in the smoke kind of has a lack of narrative there's some there's some trippy cutscenes uh that are a nice break from the action uh but they're very short and they're open to interpretation i think possibly um, but most of it is just you surviving and, and progressing through to these more and more dangerous territories uh, and just, you know, occasionally coming back from, to where you started uh, to sort of regroup and, and, and collect some items and, and then craft some more shit and move on forward. Um, and I thought the lack of narrative, like a, like the lack of a substantial narrative, 
made it, and I think I said this during my review, so this shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone. I think it made it more personal. I think it, you know, the, the developers aren't out there telling me the story. Like, all the memories I have of this game are my story. You know, it's like, oh, do you remember when I fought that fucking lion or whatever the hell it was? Like, that was fucking intense. So he was like, you know, he was chasing me up. I was jumping up these rocks and he was chasing me up the rocks. We ran behind the waterfall and oh, whatever. I jumped down and shot an arrow and took him out. It's like, it's, it's these kind of epic moments that don't need dialogue. They don't need narration. Uh, and, and I, and I kind of hope that this is where VR is sort of heading. It's like, there are much better ways to tell stories than the stories that we've been told. Um, especially yeah i hate my yeah and maybe that lends to like why things like skyrim um green hell that's coming out eventually um would be good it's why i love the forest i know it's a flat screen game but there is a vr mod and i hope there is a vr version i go on again and again but the reason that the forest i love so much as a game is because you can literally just survive and not do any of the actual main story and you'll still have an adventure but the story itself is not like signposted. You just go about it however you want. There's a general sense of direction. And so actually when you recall what was the story of the forest, you're actually telling your story of what you did. And uh, yeah, that can be the real magic of it. One uh, game that was mentioned in the chat that I didn't put on my list, but I definitely would. And it was the last PlayStation VR game I played before getting a PlayStation 5 because... It was one of the few games that wasn't going to be playable on PS5. And I always remember it getting quite a mixed reaction. I I got a sense that it had a lot of negative, uh, you know, reviews from just, people just, generally. Just from AJ. Was it just from AJ? Just from AJ. But like, I, <laughs> I just thought, I generally thought a lot of people didn't like it. But I really, and Robinson's The Journey. Yeah. Um, I was really impressed by it. Um. Yeah, I, 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 when I played it, as, as as I said, as a last game before going on to PS5, I was like, okay, this is... And maybe it, it's about expectations as well. Look, it wasn't a perfect game, but my goodness, the world building and it was beautiful. And um, this isn't really going to be a spoiler, but... Nope. Uh, I'm, I'm already ready to cover my ears. I know I beat the game, but... Yeah, eh, but don't. put it this way, hmm? Velociraptors... Yes. Um... Well, the way I describe this about VR is when there are enemies that are the same height of you on a flat screen game, they're on a flat screen the other side of the room, so you have no sense of perspective. I always mention it with Minecraft and Creepers. When I first played Minecraft in VR and you see a Creeper come up to you, which is just the same height as you, you're like, holy shit, they're massive. (laughs) And having a Velociraptor follow you and you turn around and I was like, I'm going to look at it. when it Because it was going to kill me. I was like, I'm going to look at it. Jesus I was ready to order some adult diapers. That was not good. That was not good at all. Absolutely terrifying. Um, it just reminded me of like the original Jurassic Park movie, that yes. famous scene in the kitchen. Yeah, and I was absolutely. like, yeah, um, really cool. Just really, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So actually, I have to say, when I think of single player campaigns, that is one that um, has definitely stuck with me. I have really fond memories of it. Um, and you have a really cute dino companion, so yeah. And there's some great, 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 uh, great, great titles that the chat's recommending here. Uh, Trevor saves the universe. That's what Braxboro said. Um, the Probarian says he's never heard of Wanderer, but Resistance, Fall of Man, and Killzone are some of his favorites. Hopefully, we'll get some VR versions of those uh, next gen. 
Ash BR, the Groovy Gamecast, says Saints and Sinners is definitely up there. Uh, what else we got? Sean Stockton is adamant <laughs> that we mentioned Blood and Truth, um, which Blood and Truth I think is a great has a great campaign to it. Uh, but the, again, the storytelling for that is just like a lot of staring at uh, people while they talk to you. Um, but but I do think that the gameplay during the gameplay segments is phenomenal. Uh, love the whole time crisis vibe with exploration. Love that stuff. So really good. Um, PPO, the Silent Hill game cat, says, I can tell that Horizon Call of the Mountain will be in my top five with Resident Evil 8. Mm. Uh, we'll get AJ in here is talking about Hitman. Uh, and definitely not one to uh, skip out on, despite the uh, the rough DualShock 4 controls. Just going back to Horizon Call the Mountain, the way I feel about it is if it is a game that's going to be quite linear, like the original or Uncharted games, I would say the original Uncharted games just because Uncharted did have some more open world elements than the later ones. But um, that just makes me excited because Uncharted like, was a real... Ga- I hate using this term when we're talking about games, but it was a real game changer in the industry of like having really cinematic gaming experiences yes it was linear but it felt amazing and i think this could be that the the vr version of that and if that's what they achieve my goodness what 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 a great way to kickstart a new generation of uh, of virtual reality yeah and linear doesn't always mean i think exactly what a lot of people think it means either i think linear can you know when when i played something like the last of us sure it's like it's moving from scene to scene to scene and like you're not really backtracking right but Mm. but at the same time each of those environments you find yourself in they're big right you're going to spend a lot of time there uh and you're going to find a lot of secrets like if you can either rush right through the game or you can stop and smell the roses and find every single possible item you can to craft there's if if and, and that's what I'm hoping for with, with Horizon. Even if it is fairly linear, I'm really hoping that it, there's a lot of time or there's there's a reason to stop and smell the roses, that there's a reason. Because, you know, when they talk about crafting in, uh, in on, on the PlayStation blog, when they talk about Call of the Mountain, like, to me, that means you're obviously finding things to craft with and searching for those key items uh, to make, you know, the later parts of the game easier. I think I think is going to be a big part of the experience, and I really hope it is because I love that kind of stuff. Absolutely, Brian. Dude, are you ready for the best six minutes? Six minutes of the day, best six minutes of the day might be the best six minutes as well. Six minutes. I've, I've, I've never timed myself, but I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Uh, Miles, what is? Uh, <laughs> Uh, 20 questions. You're the host this time around. I thought around. you were to say, Miles, what is our 20 questions game today? <laughs> yeah, Brian, I, it I'm is Angry sure. Birds VR, Isle of Pigs. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's, that was about to come out of my mouth. I'm glad you picked up on that. Guys, I'm going to need all the help in the world. Uh, even though I've played every PSVR game there is, I always freeze up when we play this game. I need, from all the cats in the chat, I need you to help me out on this. Uh, give me some good suggestions, whatever you think the game might be. Give me some good questions to help me figure out what game this is. We only have six minutes in 20 questions. 20 yes or no questions to figure out what game PSVR game Miles Dyer Too Wise is thinking of. All right. Too Wise Dyer. Here we go. I'm putting the timer up now. Uh, I got to to get my notebook ready because I've got a terrible memory. Let's go. Uh, Does it have analog? Can you use analog sticks to play this game? No. 
Okay. One. So we're thinking moves only. Okay. Uh, are you mostly shooting in this game? No, you're not. Shooting. That's a no. Okay. And the chat is all about sex now. This is what happens every week. We have a word where it's penis or sex. So yeah, didn't, didn't you ever chat. watch Pee Wee's Playhouse? This is how it works. It's all right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I have two played con- fantastic contraptions. I just haven't reviewed it. Um, sorry, didn't mean to call you out secrets of. Oh, I need to keep asking questions. Uh, is this heavily narrative driven? No. Oh. Uh, is it multiplayer? Yes. Full. Yes, multiplayer. Is it co-op multiplayer? Uh, no. Five. You said no, not co-op? Is that what you said? Correct. Okay. Um, That's six. I'm joking. (laughs) 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 That would be such an evil move. Right. Um, And I'm not evil. Would this? Would you? Would you personally fight for this game on a top twenty-five list? No. Six. Sex. <laughs> Vos Australian. Sex. Oh, Sex, Roche, mate. Roche Schwartz, good question. Does it have full locomotion? No. Seven. Okay. No Seven, full locomotion. That's bad. Uh, I will go with uh, Tiff. Does it have any rhythm elements? Yes. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, hold on a second. We've got to take our time here now. So, yes, it has rhythm elements, no full locomotion, not a top 25 miles game, uh, no co-op, yes, multiplayer. Yeah. Not narrow-driven, not shooty-shooty, uh, and no analog controls. So, move-only rhythm game. Um, and you're not shooting, so that, that gets rid of Autica. Um, it gets rid of Starship Disco. Uh Rhythm, 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 guys. Rhythm. Um, is this is this game like obscure? Have, have, do you think most of the cats have heard of it or not? It is not obscure. Not obscure. Okay. Nine. That goes. That gets rid of Run Dorothy Run, you guys. I was like, what the hell's Run Dorothy Run? Um, can't be pistol whip because not doesn't involve a lot of shooting. Um, Sprint Factor is not rhythm based. Um, does this game have songs from like Muse in it? No, it doesn't. Okay, no, no synth writers, guys. Um, is this a remake of? So, see, Res does involve a ton of shooting. All right, let's get the question out of it though. Let's get um, um, is this a remake of an old Dreamcast game? No, it's not. Okay, no Res. Guys. No Res. Uh, rhythm of the Universe, Ionia. That wasn't rhythm, strangely enough. Thumper used uh, analog sticks. Uh, that was a uh, Dual Shock game, you guys. But good, good suggestions. Um, Zombie asked, "Does it have licensed music, licensed songs?" Um. Define, define licensed songs you would hear on a radio rather than just. Um. For the purpose of this, I'm going to say no. Okay. Uh, 
There might be some exceptions, but not that that comes to mind. Twelve. Okay, it can't be Space Channel Five, Mark, because because uh, strangely, when I asked if it had if it was a remake of an old Dreamcast game, <laughs> I think that would have been that. Um, but I said, "Oh, uh, is this would just could you use this game for workout, like for exercise?" Yeah, you could. Thirteen. Okay, uh, so we are, are you are you boxing in this game? Yes, you are. Fourteen. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, thank God these songs are not on the radio. Is this, is this game box VR? Yes, it is. What well oh, Holy mazoli. That's me being really happy that you got it. I did want to go, shut up, chat, chat, stop guessing. <laughs> yeah, box VR. I, th- I think it was Genetic box. Blast Me, the abbreviated Dreams Cat. I think he was the first one to get it. Um, and if any, and if anybody else said it before that, I apologize. I, uh, I just missed it. Although... OKV okay, 3D said boxy boxing VR, which was pretty damn close. It's not a real game. Fun, his game cat was getting close. He was like, what's that boxing <laughs> rhythm game? And then no one responded. I was like, shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, good one. Uh, 15. Yeah, nice. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. And, and you know, and, and as terrible as box VR technically is, uh, we certainly spent oh, a lot right. of time. Uh, we spent a lot of time with box VR uh with, with with my friends miles you were part of this for a while with a lot of the cats and i will tell you we played every single day for an hour and i know rypop and i were using weighted gloves and uh i mean i think i'll tell you it was pretty good and when i stopped doing it i regretted having stopped because it was a good routine to get into get in there with friends you burn some calories together uh even though it's got major problems like for the seven or eight bucks you can pick it up for on sale box vr is not terrible um just be aware the game kind of sucks but it gets the job done and i'm pretty sure the lobby still has on the news board like a post from Mar- like the latest news was march 2019 or something <laughs> <laughs> right and i just like, they've just like constantly been dodging and like fit 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 vr or fit xr i think it's called now like the update for oculus i hope they bring it for psvr too because um they got that subscription model and stuff like I just, I, it was so promising. The fact that they like had, you know, professionals that do workouts yeah. live. That's the kind of stuff I, I'm doing. And actually, on that note, as we sort of segue towards the end of the show, um, I did last weekend on Saturday, um, I did a, a Beat Saber workout session. Um, a couple of game cats showed up. Um, it was good fun. Um, I'm thinking of doing it again maybe tomorrow. So, um, yeah, just keep your eye out on the Beat Saber board. Um, we didn't really talk about this today, um, but uh, Brian and I have tried it. It was this kind of idea I had, and it, it works out good. But basically, you play the songs on hard, which for many people is not tricky. It's like it's you know you got to think about it a little bit, but they're they're all stuff I think. Talking about VR stuff, I think. Uh, okay, we should be back. So sorry, everybody. T- typical without parole nonsense has uh, crashed OBS, uh, but. Right at the end. But um, yeah, no, I was just saying that, um, you know, we play um, hard mode on Beat Saber, but you do it on the fastest mode, 50% faster. Firstly, it's just it's quite fun because you hear songs in a whole new light that kind of makes you laugh. But you're like, I shouldn't be laughing. I should be thinking or focusing on what I'm doing. But also, um, I think it's a great way of getting better at the game because you have patterns that aren't particularly complicated, um, but the speed makes it obviously makes you have to work out a lot 
And then I found when I went onto Expert or Expert Plus on normal speed, um, it cleaned up a lot of bad habits I had. Um, so yeah, we might do that tomorrow. Um, nice. The other thing I was going to mention is uh, Rec Room. I've been playing so much that lately. Uh, been loving Rec Royale. Now they fixed it for the PS5, Brian. Uh, we need really to jump in that. That was like I've my favorite playing, thing to do on Rec Room. So dude, I've been playing so much of it. Like, uh, yeah, having an absolute blast. Um, but we have a, obviously we have the PSVR Vault Pro Rec Room that we created. Um, but there's also a PSVR Vault Pro Club. Uh, now clubs, you can't actually join via the website and that. You have to go in the game. So you just look at your watch. Bottom left corner, it's club. You click there and then search PSVR or without parole, you'll see the uh, PSVR without parole club. And if you join it, it means that every time you log into Rec Room, you will spawn in the PSVR without parole room, which is cool. Um, and uh, it's just a good way to meet up with other people that want to play. Um, and yeah, we're at, we've, we've cleared 600 members now. So um, a lot of people are joining. Uh, a lot of people that uh, are PSVR gamers that hadn't heard about the show um so could be a good way of um getting people uh involved in the show from that that side of things but also i'm going to start setting up some events as well so everyone gets notifications for meetups and stuff like that so yeah good fun very good fun uh before i read these last couple tips miles uh is there anything you got you have to promote over on your official miles dyer youtube channel (laughs) which is as we all know youtube.com slash miles Amazing. Uh, so we had a really good show on Wednesday, which was looking back at childhood childhood TV shows. Um, currently, it's offline because of copyright claims that I'm um, disputing, which is frustrating. Um, next Wednesday is the last Wednesday of the month, so it's just a, a Q&A, just a free-for-all, really. Nice. Um, so I would say tune in on Wednesday. Um, but the other thing I'd shout out is tonight on the PSVR Without Parole Twitter account, you may have seen that we've posted a highlight clip from last Friday's show. Just something we quickly whipped up, uh, talking about Beat Saber. If you're on Twitter, do retweet it. Respond with, you know, things you'd like to see in Beat Saber, because we think Beat Games are probably going to see it. But um, something we would love is, after any of these shows, and not just the Friday show, Monday with AJ, uh, Wesner's Day uh, with Wes. Um, just rolls off the tongue, doesn't like, it? Rolls yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's ever a segment, it could be 30 seconds. If there's something that happens during the show that you like, that would be a great highlight. Just link us the timestamp uh, in the comments of this or on Twitter um, because I would like to every week start doing highlight clips of the show because I think it's a great way to, you know, it's the same with my own show. It's one thing to promote, hey, I'm going live again this week, you know, and a lot of people know what that means. But people that don't watch the show don't know what that means. And so showing highlight clips, it's just a great way of introducing this this show and this community to the wider um twitterverse of, of vr gamers so um yeah we're happy to like you know edit the highlight clips from our end but any game cats that even from this episode think oh actually that would be a good clip um just link us it really helps us out so i want to say thank you in advance if you do for sure for sure um guys and uh, you know we didn't talk about patreon at all this episode but i do want to point out that uh, if you want your name on that endlessly scrolling scroll down there three times a week that is the three dollar tier uh over on patreon.com slash without parole games also gives you access to voice chat over on discord don't forget you can join discord uh other than voice chat completely free uh it's a huge community and a lot of different channels to hang out in lots of stuff to talk about everything from music to video games retro games to psvr1 to psvr2 we have some release calendars over there 
very cool place to hang out and uh you know because obviously uh some developers that hang out there as well um so it can be a pretty cool place to uh talk to people that make the games you love and talk to us not that i see that as a privilege um but with uh, also i'm trying to make the five dollar tier on patreon even uh, more attractive than it was because before it there wasn't very much uh and so i've been doing monthly amas the next AMA, which if you don't know, is Ask Me Anything. Literally, we kind of drop the video game stuff, or we can talk about video game stuff, but it gets a little bit more personal. Uh, you guys can ask me any questions that you want, and uh, I hang out, and it's just cool. Like, it ends up being like two hours every single time. Last time I played guitar, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe I should have practiced first, but I did it because you asked me to. Um, so uh, and we're doing another one tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I don't know what time that is in other places because I have no idea, uh, but Google should help you out. Uh, $5 tier gets you that, but also AJ and I did the very first Why We Love episode in a very, very long time. Uh, we did that about Immortal Legacy, and that, again, was for the, exclusively for the $5 tier. I'm going to make sure we have at least one of those every single month, and, of course, the monthly AMA is trying to make that $5 tier more attractive. So thank you all for, for signing up for that, for giving your feedback, and, of course, you know, let me know how we can make it even more attractive for you. Um, one, one, right, watch, right. Watch you might be rewarded. Thank you, Miles. And great work we to have you a, this evening. We have another tip to end on, which is... Two tips. Oh, well, yeah, sure, you two tips. Yeah. The Donatello one. Oh, man. Generosity through the roof. From Donatello, the Scientist Game Cat. It's a $100 tip. Thank you very much, Donnie. Uh, it says, thank you, Brian and Miles, for your thoughts on such an important moment in our lives. Hashtag solidarity. And thank you, and thank you everybody out there, really, for, like... You know, this isn't this isn't something we normally do on the show. We very very seldom bring up anything like this. Uh, this was important to us. It was it was time to say something, and hopefully, you know, again, being able to coexist with different thoughts, I think, is the most important trait of being a game cat. Uh, and I love all of you guys for for proving that we're capable of doing this, like capable of coexisting uh, despite our differences. Uh, and Sh- Sean Stockton with a two dollar tip just gives us a red heart. Don't forget, he wants you to know. That Blood and Truth is a great single-player VR campaign. Miles, let's get out of here, man. Uh, thank you to everybody who hung out during the show. Thank you to everybody who unsubscribed today. Uh, we'll miss you, but not that much. Uh, thank you to everybody who remains here. We don't have to miss you. We love you. Thank you're here. Thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon. Thank you to all of our moderators uh, that make my life endlessly uh, less frustrating. <laughs> Not just here, but over on Discord. Uh, and, of course, thank you to everybody who sat back and watched the show and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, and we love you just as much. And oh. after this show... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that, that's that's supposed to be how we end the show, Miles. Right. And then we go, click. Let's, let's just end. Nope. I'm nope. going to hide behind my funny you've, card. You've already ruined it. <laughs> you had, this is... Yeah. <laughs> We were doing yeah, so well, I'm, Brian. I'm, I'm going to put you up on the big screen. Here we go. Here we go. No, big, sc- big screen. Hey, Fraser. How's it going? People like you don't come along every day. Not since we put that no weirdo sign. That's good. That's how we're in the I was show. just. That's it. I right feel there. like I can't, I can't even say what I was going to say now. Nope, too bad. Oh, you can say it after, after the theme music goes. Here we go. Bye-bye.
<laughs> what? What? Just say it's like you're bursting at the seams. Just say it. What do you? What do you have to say, Miles? Get it out of your system. Did, did we? Did Listen, we not? Did we? Did we not talk enough over the last hour and forty minutes? What could you possibly have to say? <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I can't say it. It's, it's not important. I'm gonna. Be, <laughs> I've still got a lot of energy. I'm gonna be in rec room straight after the live show. If anyone wants to join. Okay. I'm just going to hang out in voice chat because Rec Room sounds like work. And, I've, and I already played, well, if we I, played up, hour, I played hours of Zenith today. I played some Beat Saber. I was just trying to unwind. I did my thing. I'll, oh, whoa, whoa. Alhambra with the $2 tip says, your band should be called My oh, Chemical Romance. VR that's amazing. Romance. I love it. That's a way better way to end the show. Yeah. Thank you, Alhambra. We appreciate you and we love you. Meow. <laughs>